welcome to another episode of the Men Insights Podcast. I'm taking a break from my script to screen shows. I'm still currently working on episode four. I'm also doing a little, few other projects uh, in the, on the side as well. But I wanted to take this moment to talk about uh, gatekeeping culture because it's, I mean, I've talked about it a little bit in the past, but I want to talk about that a little more here because of a lot of events and that have come out uh, and with regards to certain fandoms you know whether it's marvel or dc um especially dc with some of the recent news you know regarding like the batgirl movie getting canceled and uh, the green lantern core being canceled as well the supergirl getting movie getting canceled yeah uh, yeah a lot of things getting canceled on the dc side over there at warner Bro- at warner brothers discovery uh, and I'll share my thoughts on that another time when I feel I can articulate them a little bit more. Um, but actually, you know, while I'm on the subject of that, I want to address uh, some of the fans, specifically the Snyder fans, that are celebrating the cancellation of some of these projects because they think it's going to restore the Snyderverse. Yeah, as much as of a Zack Snyder fan that I am, a big Zack Snyder fan that I am, I mean, I've done several videos uh, about him, about his movies, um, and had my little release Snyder Cut series, uh, for a couple of years, uh, talking about some of that stuff, uh, so, yeah, I am a Zack Snyder fan, um, and of course, as much as I would love to see more of his movies, uh, from the, his universe that he was planning out with the five-film arc that was going to conclude with the third and final Justice League film, where, you know, Batfleck was going to sacrifice himself to save Superman and Lois, I am not in the camp that the cancellation of these projects is, you know, a, is a, a positive sign that those that that's going to happen with us the Snyder first being restored, um, because one, logically, that doesn't seem very viable, and then two, because if you truly value Zack Snyder's mental well-being and creative, um, his creativity and being able to, you know work to his full creative potential like he's able to do at netflix right now why would you want him to be back in that environment that stifled his creativity so much and really held him back and for all intents and purposes tried to destroy his vision you know why would you want him to be part of that again um but anyways uh that's a conversation for another time just wanted to share my quick thoughts on that but anyways yeah gatekeeping culture uh it's it's ridiculous it's and this goes for everything any kind of anything really you know whether it's entertainment or politics or anything else the and i will admit i used to be the the gatekeeping type when it came to certain things where it was like certain bands that I've been a fan of for a long time, and people becoming fans of them in recent years or whatever. I used to be, you know, one of those type of people. I was like, oh, I've been a fan of them for blah, blah, blah. You just became a fan of them because of blah, blah, blah. And I realized how silly that is because anyone who's gatekeeping anything, they it's because they forget that the person that you're trying to, you know, show that you're better than by gatekeeping, a lot of, a lot of times forget that you were once in their shoes as well. Like, I will say, a lot of bands that I'm a fan of, I was introduced to them either through certain movies or through professional wrestling. Like, like U2, one of my favorite bands, I was first introduced to them from the Batman Forever soundtrack. And uh, ACDC, another one of my favorite bands, I first learned of them when WWF SummerSlam 1998 used the Highway to Hell song as the pay-per-view theme song. So that's how I learned about some of those bands. 
And yeah, you know, there's the people who've been fan of them from since way, way back, you know, from like 70s and 80s and all that. And a fan like me who became a fan through a film or a wrestling show. I'm sure, you know, a, the gatekeepers of, of, you know, the original fans, quote unquote, they would probably say a lot of shit about that. And yeah, and, and even Motorhead, another one of my favorite bands, I was introduced to them by Triple H having them perform his entrance music, you know, in, tw- in 2001. Does that make me any less of a fan of someone who's been a fan of theirs since their, their, their debut back in the 70s? No, it does not. All it, all it means is that I would just introduce to them through a different platform than what they were introduced to. And and I've been and I've seen it a lot with some of the people reacting to like Stranger Things, uh, using uh, Katie Bush, you know, running up that hill, or Metallica's uh, Master of Puppets, and they're in the recent season. People gatekeeping those artists, like ah, oh, I think it was Tiger Waititi was talking about. Oh, you know, I've been I, I've been listening to Katie Bush, but you know, for blah blah blah, you you only got into them because of Stranger Things and blah blah. blah. Now him saying it. I'm not sure I'll take it too seriously because he's kind of a troll when it comes to social stuff like that. Um, but people who are like going on to Metallica social media and, and apologizing to them for all the fans that that, that have that have come out since since Stranger Things, it's ridiculous because I'm sure Metallica couldn't care less how you heard of them, how you got into their music. They just are happy to have you as a fan, and especially and that is very very much apparent when you've seen some of the videos of them hanging out with uh, Joseph Quinn at one of the shows and performing with him and even featuring the video from Trader Things during the performance of Master of Puppets, it shows that they are fans and they are happy to have these fans regardless of how they became a fan. And you know, and then people from like Marvel and DC trying to say that they are real fans or Star Wars fans get her keeping like, oh, I've been a fan of the original trilogy, you know, before the special editions of blah, blah, blah. You only jumped on the, you know, bandwagon, you know, when Disney bought them and whatever. Sure, they jumped on the bandwagon, but who gives a shit? They are fans of the, of the, of the property, just like I am. I would, I was introduced to Star Wars. I was born after Return, three years after Return of the Jedi came out. And I was introduced to them through the old Betamax videos that my parents used to have. And I... But then I then had VHS copies of them, then watched the special editions, and then saw the prequel trilogy in theaters, saw the sequel trilogy in theaters, and I've watched all the shows on Disney+. Plus. Does that make me any less of a fan of someone who saw the original trilogy back in theaters in 1977, 1980, and 1983? No, it does not. Um, and the, just the concept and the idea of people who declare themselves true fans because they, they've been a fan of it longer is ridiculous in my opinion and and i know i'm not the only one who feels that way and it's just just the idea of that you can't be a fan of something or that oh this person is not allowed to be a fan of that they're not a true fan of that because they didn't get into it the same way i got into it like why, why does that matter why does it matter how someone became a fan when the point of it is that they are a fan really like like when it comes to especially the characters like of Batman and Superman and Spider-Man, I got into those characters not originally through the comic books. I got into the, to Superman watching the Christopher Reeve films. I got into Batman watching the Michael Keaton films. I got into Spider-Man watching these the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s as well as the uh, Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends cartoon reruns from the 80s. That's how I got introduced to those characters and then I got into the comic books and then in the later the later films that would come on from that and the other 
TV shows and comics that would come from that as well. And I've been a fan ever since then, majority of my life. I'm 35 years old, been a fan of these characters for well over that time. Does it make me any less of a fan of someone who's been a fan of Spider-Man since his, his debut in the 60s or since, of Batman since his, his run way back in the, in the 30s, 40s, and whatever? No, it doesn't. You know, people are fans of these things because they felt a genuine connection to that comic book, to that TV show, to that film, to that band, to whatever. It shouldn't matter how they became a fan. What should matter is that they are a fan, that they have that common interest with you, and that you should be able to embrace their them being a fan and sharing that experience and that love and that enthusiasm. I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with that, and that's fine. That's their prerogative, their right to their opinion. I'm just saying what I feel on this particular subject. I, especially as someone who used to be of that gatekeeping mentality, I have, of course, since matured beyond that, and I realized that, like I said before, it shouldn't matter how someone became a fan of it, it just matters that they are a fan, and that's a great thing. Like, even with some of the video games, like, I got into the Uncharted games way after the series had had already been been out for a few years. I got into it playing the remastered uh, Nathan Drake collection on PS4 after I had played a demo of the PS of the Uncharted 3 when I was working at Walmart back in 2011. I played that, thought it was pretty cool, decided I'll check it out at some point. Then when I saw that they had the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection bundle pack for the PS4, bought that, played the games, got excited when I heard that there was an Uncharted 4 coming out, played that. Then I got into The Last of Us. Then I got into the you know the uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Got into a bunch of other video games that came along the way, and I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan hooked forever. You know, it doesn't make me any less of a fan of Uncharted because I got into it with the PS4 remaster. No, it does not. Doesn't do I, am I any less of a fan of Super Mario because I got into it uh, playing the Super Mario World on Super Nintendo. Rather than people playing the original on the Nintendo Entertainment System, no, it does not. And like Mortal Kombat, you know, got into that from the original one. But I'm not gonna say that I'm a true fan because somebody only got into it uh, with Mortal Kombat Nine, and when that was introduced, and in, was it 2013 when that came out? Yeah, 20, I think it was 2013, somewhere around that time. Whatever, whichever time that it came out, it shouldn't matter. Just it matters that the person is a fan, and that is a great thing because the more fans, the more people become fans of these things, the more that we get of that product. You know, the more fans that are introduced to Star Wars, regardless of how you feel about the sequel trilogy, that creates more Star Wars stories to come in the future. That's how we got The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and the Obi Wan series, which, in my opinion, Obi Wan series is probably the best one out of the three live action Star Wars series that we've had so far. And we got Andor coming out soon, and we got um, uh, Ahsoka coming out, and we got more of the of the Bad Batch and a bunch of other shows, and season three of Mandalorian, season two of Book of Boba Fett, and stuff from the MCU. We got. Uh, more What If coming out next year. We have Spider-Man Freshman Year. We have uh, Season 2 of Loki coming as well. It, these are all... The more the fans that are being introduced to these characters and these stories is is a good thing. It really is. Because how many how many of us growing up being, so op- being open about how much we love some of these things were made fun of for it. And now it's more popular than ever. 
And why should we why should we gatekeep that? Why? Like, yeah, I can understand some bitterness for some people in, in regards to that. Because, yeah, I got made fun of for being a, for wearing a Green Lantern t-shirt in high school one time. I don't give a shit look anymore. At the time, it bugged me. But looking at it now, again, I'm 35 years old. Why should that shit bother me? If it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, they made fun of me for wearing a Green Lantern t-shirt, wearing a Superman t-shirt, wearing a Spider-Man t-shirt to school. Who cares? I love those characters. I love these stories. And I'm proud to represent that in whatever ways that I can. So I'm I'm happy to embrace these new fans, young and old, regardless of how they got introduced to the mediums. Because the more fans that are introduced to it, the more of the product that we will get as these fans. Like, I am happy to get more of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Phase 4 and 5 and 6, even though people are calling it the MCU because, oh my god, there they got more wimp female character, lead character, and blah, 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 who gives a shit? I'm enjoying the stories, and I know millions and billions of other people around the world are enjoying it too. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean that others that others shouldn't like it. You, you don't like it? Cool. Good for you. You don't have to you don't have to watch it. You don't have to enjoy it. You know, people upset that are about The Last of Us Part 1 remake... And you'll say, oh, this is a cash grab, blah, blah, who cares? No one's forcing you, no one's putting a gun to your head to play it. But someone like me, I'm going to damn sure play it when it comes out in a couple months. What do you know? It's coming out in just over a month. Or just under a month, rather. So why, why should it matter if it's something you don't like? Or something that you do like, but somebody else came in at a later point and liked it? So, you know. <sighs> it's, it's just the whole thing is ridiculous, and... I've talked to other people who feel exactly the same way. Flightcast is one of them. Ray from the Flightcast. Great guy, by the way. You should check him out on Twitter. I mean, he he, he has his opinions. Nine, a lot of times I do, I agree with him. Um, uh, but yeah, at the Flightcast, great guy. Uh, always been supportive of me, and I've been supportive of him. We share a lot of similar opinions on these subjects, and I know he would very much agree with the same thing, the whole uh, the gatekeeping mentality, because he's a big Star Trek fan. I'm I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan, although I will admit the 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 J.J. Abrams films that came out from 2009 to more recently, that's how I was actually became decided I became a Star Trek fan because I'd watched some of the other stuff in the past. Like yeah, it was good, but it didn't suck me in as much. But the films that J.J. Abrams directed and produced that made me a fan of of, the, of Star Trek and made me more inclined to revisit those older properties of Star Trek and see maybe I might have missed something that I didn't appreciate before. That's that's and that's a good thing. That's the kind of that's the kind of fan that we should embrace more of. Like, yeah, somebody who might not have given given a crap about Star Wars, they might have hated the 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 prequel trilogy, and then seeing some of the other stuff that have come out since then, that they might have enjoyed, made them might have implored them to revisit the the prequel trilogy and have a more open mind, or even the the reverse of it. Another another friend of mine, uh, Jay, uh, he was revisiting the sequel trilogy with a more open mind and perspective. And as you know, at least my interpretation of of some of the stuff he, of his more recent comments, he is more appreciative of what they were trying to do with the sequel trilogy. Doesn't ne- might not necessarily mean that he's a, a a fan of them and that he likes the movies, but he's at least more open and appreciative to what they were trying to do from the creative point of view. And. Uh, and then, but but going back to the the gatekeeping of the DC and the Snyderverse, especially you know, fans that it's funny because the fans of you know, the quote Snyderverse, the Snyder cult, whatever you would like to refer to them, 
getting mad at others for gatekeeping the older versions of Batman and Superman. You know, people gatekeeping Chris as Christopher Reeve as the definitive Superman and Michael Keaton as definitive Batman. Now we're kind of doing the same thing, flipped over by not wanting anything other than Henry Cavill or Ben Affleck. And that's fine. I love Henry Cavill as Superman. I, I'm hopeful he can he can have as many Superman, you know, you know, performances as possible. And I'm looking forward to seeing more Ben Affleck in the future with Aquaman 2 and The Flash. But, you know, depending on what happens with The, with the Flash. Because, um, you know, at this point, the way things are looking with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, that might be up in the air at this point. Um, but I am also open to seeing more of... Robert Pattinson as Batman, to seeing Tyler Hoechlin uh, for Superman and Lois, because that's a, a really good TV show. I'm enjoying that very much. Um, I'm a little behind on season two, but from what I remember of, of season one, I absolutely loved it. Um, but I'm not going to gatekeep that, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Superman fan because I like this version and that version is trash. Because what I might find trash, someone else might love, and that's okay. Like, I for I, I love Superman Returns. I think it's one of the... It is a, a great Superman film. Much better than Superman 3 and Superman 4. Other people think that it's the worst Superman movie. And that's that's their, that's fine. That's their opinion. I'm not going to say, tell them that they're wrong for it because that's how they feel. I'm not going to gatekeep those kind of opinions. Because it's silly to do so. Uh <sighs> And at this point, I feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over again because really, I feel like there's not much else I can say unless I had someone else that I can discuss this with um, to really drive that point home of how so utterly ridiculous gatekeeping culture is. And anyone that wants to come after me on the subject and have a hopefully have a civilized discussion on the matter please feel free to do so. You can do so on the comment section of the YouTube video for this. You can do so on my social media, at IamFazitude on Twitter. Happy to have a discussion with you there. Um, uh, otherwise, gatekeeping culture is stupid. It is pointless. And you should remember where you came from when you became a fan of these products too. Uh, yeah, I guess that's going to do it for this uh, episode for the Men in Tights podcast. I hope you all enjoyed hearing me rant on for almost 20 minutes about this. Uh, I feel pretty good and feel much better after having released all this. Uh, although I feel like maybe once I'm done, once I hit stop record on this, I might have uh, some more things that I might have missed out on and wanted to say, but that's fine. Yeah, that's that's what you know. part two is for. Um, or like I said, have a discussion with me in the comment section of the YouTube video. Have a discussion with me on Twitter. You can check, click the link tree link on the description of this. My Twitter is right there at I am Fositude. My Instagram at Fositude. Um, Vero at Fositude. Snapchat, TikTok, all that is Fositude as well. And uh, and if you're not subscribed to the Manatites po podcast, you can do so. Uh, all the links in the in the link tree are there as well. YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Castbox, uh, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, and a bunch of other ones. All the links are in there too. And if you'd like to support me and what I do on here, you can do so by buying a piece of merchandise from my store. The link is in the link tree as well. Um, trying to come up with some good T-shirt designs. I have a friend of mine, uh, Jennifer, who's offered to help me design some stuff, and uh, so that'll be a lot of fun to collaborate with her on that. And uh, 
yeah, and check out other content that I've done here, like the script to screen series that I've been doing that I've been having a lot of fun with as part of my uh, research and my journey to becoming a screenwriter myself uh, and other stuff that I've done here, my retro film reviews, and I'm going to try to bring those back as well. Classic wrestling pay-per-views. I do have a few actually in mind that I want to do for that one in particular for the month of August, especially because um, it's the 20th anniversary of this particular show. Um, and uh, my worst to best that I'm planning on bringing back soon when I find the right uh, series that I want to film series that I want to rank that with and um, and anything else on my other movie reviews that I've been doing since 2018 and other past podcasts although some of the stories might not be quite as relevant because a lot of them were very specific to the time period and then there's others like this one that are just kind of a general subject uh but yeah check those out if you'd like to and leave a like and a th- or a thumbs up or a five star rating if you feel i'm worthy of a five star rating on apple Podcasts or spotify uh either way thank you all so much for watching for listening for subscribing i truly and genuinely love and appreciate every single one of you who do And I hope you all are doing well, staying safe, taking care of yourselves and your loved ones, and being good people. Uh, I'm going to go catch up on some episodes of Westworld right now. And uh, my, this has been the Manitized Podcast. I am Julian, and I will see all of you on the next one. Bye-bye.